0: Hi, and welcome to the Advantage's Experts podcast, where we talk to the brightest minds in business today. I'm your host, Dave Agnoni. Happy to be joined by Alice Hyman, a trainer and sales coach who's worked with brands like Coke, Fidelity, John Deere, and HP. Alice, thanks for joining us. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me on the show today.
0: We're happy to have you. Alice, our focus today is on referrals. And I'll tell you, every salesperson I've ever met, they want more referrals, of course. So what stops them from actually getting more referrals?
1: Well, everybody wants more referrals, and they should have them for sure. But what stops them is a lot of different things. For one thing, they just forget to ask. They're busy, they're on to the next thing, and they simply forget. And so that's an easy one to cure. You know, make yourself a reminder. Make a list of the people you want to ask for referrals and don't forget. Um, The second one is they're busy, which is part of the forgetting. But they're busy, and so even they might have thought, I'm going to ask for a referral, but they rushed in, did whatever they were doing, and got out of there. And they just really didn't focus on it, so they were too busy to get it done. Um, A lot of times they're uncomfortable. Well, I don't really, I don't know, should I ask? I don't know, is is that, you know, going to make them uncomfortable? It's kind of irritating. I don't like it when people ask me for referrals. So if they have any kind of discomfort around asking, they're definitely not going to do it. And then some of them just simply don't know how to do it. They'd like to do it. Um, part of their un- discomfort may come from them not knowing how to ask. But if you don't know how to do something, you know, certainly you're probably not going to do it. So those are kind of the main reasons that people don't ask. Um, and also, of course, if the customer's not satisfied, they're not going to ask and of course that wouldn't be a good time to ask either.
0: (laughs) Sure, so you, you laid out some of the reasons that stop people from asking. So let's talk then about strategies for asking. Besides just saying, you know, will you give me a referral, what else can people do sort of best practices to actually go ahead and get that referral?
1: Yeah. so you need to have a referral plan. That's how you get referrals. You actually sit down with your team, with your partner, with your manager, And you talk about how you're going to get referrals, who you're going to get them from, the best way to do it. You actually make a plan to get referrals. And it starts with closing the deal in a win-win way. So there's even no room to get a referral if you haven't done that. So you make a plan to get referrals, and then you make sure that each deal closes in a very win-win fashion so that everybody's happy. Now, many people say the best time to ask for a referral is when you close the deal. I completely disagree. They haven't even had a chance to use your product or service yet. So that's probably not the best time. Close it in a win-win way. Follow up with superb execution. Thank the client and stay in touch with the client and continue to add value. Now, that's not just the salesperson. The marketing team might be involved in some of this and then some of the people who do delivery. So the whole company is really involved in your in the ability for you to get a referral. If If everybody isn't doing their job at your company, it's going to be tough to get a referral because you might close the deal in a win-win way, right. but then accounting kind of messes something up and gets people unhappy, and then there's no chance for a referral. So close the deal in a win-win way do a superb execution, everybody on your team who's touching the client is doing a superb job, and be sure and go back and thank the client, right? From there, then you have to figure out the best way and the best time to ask. And it's always best if you're very specific in that ask. So let's just run through a quick example. Um, I, I close the deal. You're very happy I had done great execution. My whole team did what they should. I sent you a really nice thank you note, and in some cases, some companies like to send a thank you gift, whatever it was. Now, I call back a couple weeks later, you've been using the product or service for a while, and I talk to you about it. How's it going? Do you have questions? Do you have concerns? Or maybe a customer service person or an account manager does that. But either way, somebody's gone back. And when they say, oh, you know, we love this, it's working really well, but we'd like a little bit of this or a little more of that, again, you fix that. So still not the time to ask, right? Right. But then when they're saying good things about you, and maybe you call and, you know, ask for a testimonial at that point, and if they're willing to give a testimonial because now you've done all these other things, then that might be a good time to ask. And you can say, wow, I really appreciate this testimonial, you know, we so enjoy working with people like you, you know, can you help us get an introduction to some other companies like yours? And, you know, there's very specific ways you can do that. But um, you really have to start with sitting down and making a plan for how your company is going to get referrals on an ongoing basis. And then you've got to close that deal and execute superbly and thank
0: it then like you have a, a, then you have
1: earned yourself the right to ask for a referral. Yeah, I
0: was going to say, it sounds like you really have to stay organized. I mean, if I'm sort of helter-skelter in sales and I'm on to the next deal, it could be easy for me to forget to go back to that, that client and check up on them. You really have to lay it out almost in a spreadsheet or have it in your schedule how you're going to approach this, right?
1: Absolutely, and you do need to have a reminder of some sort to tell you. Go back and do a customer satisfaction check, and then go back and you know, make sure you send a thank you and then go back and have another conversation that could lead to you being able to ask.
0: What happens, Alice, if you're ready to finally make the ask and you get dreaded voicemail? Do you leave a message asking them for the, to, them to call you back? Do you try again yourself? What do you do when you sort of hit that brick wall of voicemail that salespeople often do?
1: Yes, well, th- voicemail is always going to be there. We have to develop good enough relationships with our customers that we can call them, we can email them, we can use LinkedIn, we can reach them a lot of different ways. I would not ask for a referral on a voicemail necessarily, but I would try a few times. And if I still wasn't able to get that person, you know, I have to ask myself, is this going to be the best person to give me a referral? I can't even get them to call me back. Now everybody's busy, so um you have to think of some of these things. If I sent this person a nice note that said we're we've been doing business with you for 6 months now. We're so pleased to be doing business and it sounds like everything's going really well. We we really enjoy working with your company and we're looking for more companies just like yours. Who do you know that you would be comfortable introducing me to? that should be using our products and services. And then, you know, here's a card you can give them. Oh. Or, you know, let's let's talk by phone or let me know. I mean, you've got to kind of wordsmith it, right? Sorry. And you can send them a card with a note in it. So that's another way if you can't give them by phone. You could also go on LinkedIn, if they're active user of LinkedIn, go to their profile. You could scroll down to their contacts, see if they know um, some people that you want to be introduced to. You could click that profile and then use the forward, uh, the uh, Share Profile button, share it with them and say, I see you're connected to, you know, Barbara Bennett. Um, do you know her well enough, and are you comfortable to give me an introduction? And so you could try it through LinkedIn if you can't get them on the phone or if it doesn't work by sending them a note. You could also do the same thing by email. You could name a few companies that you would like an introduction to and say, do you happen to know any of the people at these companies and would you feel comfortable giving me an introduction? So there's lots of different ways that you can get at it. If you can't do it in person or on the phone, you can try email, you can try LinkedIn, you can try a handwritten note.
0: Yeah, I, I love those ideas. In fact, you just mentioned LinkedIn, and I feel like salespeople can really invest more time than they probably do in LinkedIn when it comes to referrals. So you gave us an example or two. What else can you tell us about LinkedIn and how it sort of fits into this conversation about referrals?
1: Well, in my opinion, LinkedIn is one of the keys to getting great referrals. It's simply amazing because you can read people's minds, basically, and know their whole list of contacts, right? It's right there on LinkedIn. But a couple of keys to LinkedIn that you have to consider, and I think that the reason most people don't get good results is because they really don't understand LinkedIn at all. Uh, LinkedIn is not for selling. It's not for spamming people with salesy messages. LinkedIn is for building relationships. So for example, I can go to the ASI show and meet people in person, shake their hand, look them in the eye, say hello, get a conversation going, start developing relationships. I can do the same on LinkedIn. I can find a person, see their profile, uh, see their picture, read about them, find the things we have in common, make a message to them that shows them that I'm interested in starting a relationship, not just selling something to them, connecting with them, and then, and then sharing valuable information with them. And from there, it can get on the phone and go further. But what most people do is they connect with people without really knowing who they are. They don't read their profiles. They don't find what they have in common. They just click connect. And then the next thing they do is send them a sales message. And nobody wants another sales message. So if you use LinkedIn properly and you have good, solid relationships on LinkedIn, you know the people you're connected to, you watch what they're doing on LinkedIn, and you click like, comment, and share. And if you've got an ongoing conversation with them online, then you can use their profile to help you get introductions. First of all, it's simple to just go on there, look up the company that you want an introduction to, find their company page, and see who works for them. On the right-hand side, it just shows you who, who works for that company. And if it has the second on there, you know that somebody you know knows them. So you figure out who that is, and you ask that person to introduce you so that you don't have to cold- you know, cold email them on LinkedIn either. You don't want to ever have to cold email, cold call anybody if you can prevent it. I mean, sometimes we still cold call and it works, but why do it if you don't have to? So that's one way. Another way is I can go to the people who know me, like me, and trust me, and who I know would walk across the desert to make a great introduction (laughs) for me, and I can scroll down to their contacts, and I can search in their contacts. Once you get to the contacts, in the top right-hand part of their contacts, There's It tells you how many you have in common and how many contacts they have. And there's a little search bar right there. And you can search within their contacts. Let's say you want to meet CEOs. So you put in CEO and hit that little search, and it will show you all the CEOs that they know. And then you can get off LinkedIn and get on the phone and say, hey, I was on your LinkedIn profile, and I see that you know the CEO of. How well do you know them? Would you introduce me? Or again, you could, you could share that profile with them on LinkedIn and say, hey, I see you know this CEO. Would you be willing to introduce me? And I even give them the words. You know, I'd say, hi, Jim. My friend Alice would like to meet you because she's really great. I've worked with her for 10 years. I'd love it if you'd connect with her and get to know her and have a conversation. I write those yeah. words so that it's easy for the person to make the introduction or make the referral.
0: Yeah, yeah. You should teach a class on LinkedIn. You were teaching me some things I, I, I didn't know. I, didn't know I do. I do, and I I will.
1: At the ASI show, I'm going to be teaching a LinkedIn class as well.
0: Yeah, we're looking forward to that coming up uh, in the spring. Again, we're joined today by Alice Hyman, a consultant who specializes in growing sales for clients. I wanted to ask you, Alice, You know, we have some salespeople uh, that do a lot of uh, contract business. Should they think about building referrals into agreements? Is that appropriate, inappropriate? Where do you fall on that?
1: my opinion, it's not really appropriate to build referrals into the contract.
0: Okay.
1: But if you're giving something special, it's okay to note that in return, you know, you, you'd like some introductions, right? So let's say we have a contract, but then I'm also giving you kind of a bonus or I've given you a, a deal. The deal is predicated on the fact that you're in a good position to give me some referrals. Then we need to put a process around that. But the problem with putting it in a contract or even saying you have to do this is, number one, you really can't enforce it. You can't make anybody give you a right. referral. Impossible. And also, if you don't perform well, why should they give you a referral? Okay.
0: That's true.
1: So you have to make sure that you are really in a position to, and you deserve a referral. You know, you have to earn the right to ask for that. So, no, I don't think that it should be put into any kind of a contract. It's best to perform above and beyond. Make sure your customers are satisfied. Turn those satisfied customers into loyal customers. So, basically, they're a walking advertisement for you, and all you have to do is remind them, and they want to tell everybody about you. And then you teach them how to give you a great referral. But you've got to do a great job first. And when you're signing a contract, Why would they agree to give you a referral at that point? They don't even know if you can perform yet or
0: not. Yeah, I think that's some good advice. Uh, You've certainly given us, uh, Alice, some great strategies for getting referrals. Before we let you go, give us one really simple thing that busy salespeople out there can do today to get more referrals. Not a a long-term strategy, but something right now today they can do to get more referrals.
1: Well, you certainly can add something to your subject line that says, you know, our highest compliment is when you give us a referral and make sure that, you know, it's easy they've got all your contact information. But I think that a super easy one is a handwritten note, like I was talking about earlier. It includes one of your business cards, and you say something like, thank you for your business. It's a pleasure to work with you and your team. It's our mission to help great companies like yours, and we appreciate introductions to similar companies so that we can help them, too. When you come across someone we can help, please give me a call or give them my card. I appreciate you helping me find other ideal customers. When you write a nice note like that, people feel good and would like to give you a referral. But again, that's predicated on the fact that you've already done a great job. You know, they know you. They like you. They trust you. They know that you're going to deliver what you promised. Then they're happy to give you a referral when you
0: ask. Yeah, that's great advice. Fair enough. I think people love getting those handwritten notes. I certainly enjoy that. It feels like it's personalized for me. Uh, so I think that's uh, some really good advice. We want to thank Alice Hyman for being our guest today. Alice, if people want to reach you, how can they do that?
1: Well, it's easy. Google my name, Alice Hyman, H E I M A N, and I'll come up. But my website is all just, it's my, sorry, my website is alice <laughs> at alicehyman.com. So that's my email. And then, my website's um, alicehyman.com. It's really easy to find me as long as you spell it H-E-I-M-A-N.
0: We will. We appreciate it again, Alice. Our thanks to Alice. We thank you for listening, to This has been the Advantage's Experts Podcast. I'm Dave Vagnoni. Have a great day.